to another episode of Unapologetically Joy. My name is Joy, I'm the host of this podcast and today we got another special guest and that is Patrick. And Patrick is a hypnotherapist, a human design coach and an NLP practitioner. In this episode we're going to do a live human design reading and I was so excited for it. But before we dive into that, we also got to explain what human design is and what inspired him to become a human design coach. He also talked about his spiritual journey and how he went from the corporate world, partying a lot, to going to yoga and following his soul mission. We had such a wonderful conversation and I learned so much about myself. But before we go to this episode, don't forget to follow me on Spotify, subscribe on our YouTube channel and follow us on TikTok talk on instagram and don't forget to leave five stars because it really helps me to build my audience so let's go to the episodes enjoy welcome patrick thank you joy thank you for having me today <laughs> appreciate being here thank you so much <laughs> yes i'm really excited um so in this episode we're going to do a live human design reading and uh, before we dive into that, maybe it's good to explain the audience uh, what human design is and what inspired you to become a human design coach. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's take it right from the top. Um, again, I want to <laughs> thank you for having me here today. Um, what inspired me to be a human design coach and hypnosis? I think for me, uh, joy. It was taking a look at my life and where my life was at that point in time. Um, you know, if I look at it right at the beginning, um, I was at the point that I almost got introduced into human design. I was in a place in my life where things were very dark, um, mm. almost living in the shadow aspect of who I am, right? Um, very much out of alignment, um, working. Um, completely like in a in a corporate field, which I've been doing for a long time. And I was also chasing more monetary things. So I was chasing money. I was chasing trying to have the nicest car and trying to make as much money as possible and um, drinking a lot, spending a lot of money, um, a lot of substance use and substance abuse, right? So drugs and alcohol were tied into that as well. Um, and this was a very frequent thing. It was, it was the norm for me, right? And the circle that I surrounded mm -hmm. myself with as well was very much the norm. You know, how can we make more money? How can we push ourselves as much as we can? You know, we loved the idea of pushing ourselves, getting very little sleep, um, working as hard as possible Monday to Friday, and then spending Friday, Saturday, and Sunday maybe drinking and indulging and starting the same thing again on Monday. And um, when you're around people like that, it becomes normal, right? Mm -hmm. your, whole, your whole existence, your whole pursuit becomes like, how can I make more money? How can I get more nice things? And then how, and then how can we party, <laughs> right? And um, distract mm -hmm. and it becomes a very vicious cycle um, when things start to fall apart. And that's what they were doing for me when things were, would fall apart in your relationships or in friendships or in work or whatever the case may be. 
I would blame it on the other things. I would never look at the lifestyle and see that the lifestyle is the reason for your unhappiness, you know, Mm -hmm. and I could never understand it. Um, But then again, like I said, when you're surrounded by people who are also doing the same thing, it seems normal, right? They're doing the exact same thing you're doing. And they also are blaming other things, not themselves. So then you're like, okay, there isn't anything wrong with me, so to speak. Um, And it forced me to take a hard look at myself. What happened for me is, you know, I did grow up in a very religious family. And um, I think, you know, I believed in spirit, the idea of spirit, energy, but I didn't really believe. You know, I understood that maybe there's a God, but I didn't really understand. And, you know, maybe I would pray here or there and occasionally, but only at a need and necessity. And when I needed something and things were bad, then I'd be like, you know, help me through this hard time. I didn't have a connection with my spirit, my soul. There was an emptiness there. Um, I was very much attached to the material world and what it could provide me because I felt like that was my way to happiness. Um, relationships were more about sexual gratification um sexual pleasure um personal satisfaction right like how can this relationship satisfy me um, Mm -hmm. versus true true love and intimacy and what happened for me joy is one evening or one day there were multiple occurrences um and then one day i had this i want to say spiritual encounter is what i would like to say i like to call it and it was a spiritual awakening i was in a state of awake like i was awake conscious um not asleep and i was having almost these visions and I felt that I was being almost attacked. Um, I saw this, what it seemed like maybe this kind of serpent energy is the best way I would describe it. And through that attack, like them, through that attack, I'm trying to put this into words. It's still hard to explain for, for myself. Yeah. So to put it into words where people are like, what is he talking about? But uh, to really, to sum it up, is through that attack, there was this release of mm-hmm. energy. Um, there was a state of where I became unconscious. Yeah, my sister was there. She kind of witnessed the experience and um, wow. became unconscious, fell down. My eyes kind of rolled back and I had this vision um, of this energy, this light. Um, I couldn't explain it. It was like I was moving through, I want to say almost like a tunnel of light, surging energy. I felt great, felt relaxed, felt happy. Hmm. Then a moment I can feel myself moving towards something. And then I kind of pulled myself back and I woke up. And when I woke up, the ambulance was there. My sister had called the ambulance to take me because I had passed out. Right. And she was right, obviously afraid, freaking out. Um, after that experience, Joy, I tried to make sense of that experience, right? So I'll fast forward a little bit and 
I couldn't understand what I had experienced. Um, coming from this world where I said it's about barely believing in spirit, not really in tune religiously, partying and drinking and chasing form and material things. And then I have this experience that, how do I explain? Like, what, what, what mm-hmm. did I see what I just saw? Did I experience what I just experienced? What, I can't even bring myself to talk to anyone about it because I know that everyone's going to be like, you're crazy. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. You were just dreaming. Like, like, don't make it more than it is. And for me, Joy, I couldn't deny what I had experienced. And that was the most powerful thing for me. As much as I wanted to say this is not real, as much as my conscious mind was saying, hey, you know, this is not real. Like, we have you. Just go back to what you were doing. You'll be fine. I couldn't do it. Um, I had a lot of sleepless nights. I had a lot of anxiety that came afterwards. There was, because again, I couldn't comprehend, I couldn't digest it. You know, um, through connecting with some spiritual teachers, they almost described it as a, a kundalini awakening. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought, kundalini. Yeah. Yeah, and it, 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 it it's absolutely terrifying. Absolutely terrifying um, is the best way. I, I think when you're not ready for something like that, it's absolutely terrifying. Then I'm, I'm searching for answers. So mm-hmm. I started um, reading. I'm trying to understand what I saw. And then the other thing, Joy, too, is uh, because my understanding of a serpent and, you know, under the construct of religion is that a serpent is a, a bad thing, negative thing. So I was like, why am I being attacked by this negative thing? Why is this thing coming for me? What is going on? And again, my family, I can't really talk to them about it because their belief of serpent is demonic and evil so mm. it's it would just the conversation wouldn't have went well so i felt very much alone and then what i started doing like i said i started researching and i was getting pulled into different things i was having more vivid dreams i felt like i should start doing yoga so i started a half the yoga i never have taken a yoga class before <laughs> started taking that yeah such a swift from uh partying drinking and then yoga yeah and then yoga <laughs> And and what I did too is I stopped associating with people. I Mm -hmm. stopped drinking. I I I told the people I was spending time with. I mean, I can't spend time with you anymore. I'm going through something, and I blocked their numbers. I spent Mm -hmm. more time. Wow, it's really strong. Yeah. Joy. Oh my goodness. I started eating differently. I noticed that when I would eat certain foods, I'd feel nauseous. So I stopped eating like junk food and certain meat I'd stopped and I started eating healthier. I started doing yoga. I started being pulled to other the other teachers and I was looking for a mentor. I started the practice of Hatha Yoga and Kundalini. And I realized I'm like I'm being pulled in a different direction. I can feel it. I got this I can't deny. So trust it and let's see where this goes is what i started to tell myself and i got because i feel like something is happening and i landed on um 
I can't remember her name right now, but it was through this kind of meditation self-awareness program that I was doing, introduced me to human design. And through human design, when I first looked at it, I said, well, I'm not sure about this human design thing. It, again, I'm not, I, I'm not sure. But then I told myself, I'm like, there's something happening with you that you can't deny. So if it's happening, it's happening for a reason. So where I once thought things would be accidental, mistake, coincidence, I was like, no, there's, there's no coincidence. Everything's meant for some type of growth and evolution. Whether you see it or not, Patrick, it's up to you. You have choice but it's appearing for you to see. Now you make your choice. So I said, okay, let me try this human design. And I put it in my date of birth, time of birth, place of birth. And I received the information and I looked at it and the information to me was absolutely profound, right? It was beautiful joy. It was like, it gave me all this information. So you know, for me, I'm a manifesting generator as well. And, you know, I've worked in IT and before that. I was a dancer and I had a studio and I traveled the world and lived all over traveling. And that's very different than IT. And then, you know, I wanted to maybe go into mm -hmm. like coaching now and hypno hypnosis and things like that. And that's very different. So then when I read the human design, it showed me that as a manifesting generator, that is also part of your design. It's okay. So what that started doing is it made me feel like, okay, the things that I used to do in my life where pe other people would be like, you know, you do a lot of different things. You try a lot of different things. And why don't you just stick to one thing? Human design started to say to me, you're not meant to be like everyone else. Your energy is different. And if you pay attention to your energy, you'll understand that it's by doing different things that you become the person you're meant to be. And that gave me the permission slip to really live that way. Whereas before, I would question why I just don't do one thing like everyone else. My friends finished university. They got into IT or finance. For 25 years later, they're still in IT or finance, right? Like, so I was wondering, why with me do I want to try this? And I'm getting pulled. Um, and then there was other things that I discovered through human design. So it made me realize that maybe I was using my energy incorrectly. It made me realize that we're conditioned to believe that we're meant to live a certain way. You know, there's all these constructs, Joy. You come into this world as a child, as an infant, then your parents tell you you should do this because of what they've been taught. And then maybe you, you grow up in a certain culture. So that culture there, Western culture, European culture, you know, Asian culture, wherever it is, they, they have a way of doing things. And then maybe you're part of a religion and they have a way of doing things. Mm. And school says to be successful, this is the way you do things. And then university says that is the way you do things. So you're just taking on all these things that are not necessarily you. And then you wake up one day and you feel like this, something doesn't feel right. So what human design allowed me to do is say you know what pay attention to your energy and you'll find the way silence the noise of what everyone else is telling you to do and you'll find more peace and joy you know mm -hmm. ultimately like i said like you have choice but you'll find more peace and joy so i started to do that and i noticed huge changes in my life i noticed that like where i used to feel stressful i didn't feel stressful where i used to feel anxiety 
I didn't feel anxiety where I felt I needed to go after something. I no longer felt that way, right? It was, it was, it was a beautiful experience, Joy. And it, it made me also realize that some of the decisions I was making was out of fear and scarcity. You know, when I looked back and I'm like, you know, the guy that was always chasing money is afraid. And the guy that I was that was only in relationships for intimacy and sex is afraid of being alone, is a, is, mm -hmm. doesn't know how to love himself. So he's looking for love through other people. He doesn't want to feel the pain of being alone. So he's jumping from one relationship to another because to be alone means I have to feel the pain and deal with the pain. But to tr jump from one relationship to another may allows me to feel satisfied. But it's really the motivator is fear and scarcity. So mm. it allowed me to look at all the decisions I was making. And, it's, and then I, through that, I saw like, okay, wow, I'm not living authentically as me. And then the alcohol, it made me also look at that and say, wow, the alcohol is also a distractor. It it's, uh, suppresses your emotions or sometimes it brings it up. Um, it, it, it's an addiction to some extent if you feel like you need to do it every time to celebrate and be happy. So then I started to reframe my relationship with alcohol. And anything mm -hmm. that I started to do a lot of, I started to be like, okay, if you're being pulled to this, is this because of love and your truth? Or if you're, are you being pulled to this because of fear or scarcity, something where you're more of your shadow energy is being pulled to it? Or is it more positive energy that's pulling you towards this? And that just all that changed my life because then I realized, oh my gosh, I'm not even living as I am, I'm, as I should be. I'm living this false self, not this true authentic self. And I just made the decision, Joy, is like, you know what, I want to get back to who I'm supposed to be. And I feel yeah. like these lessons are pulling me there. And in my, in my human design, one of my, um, my uh, main gates is the gate of crisis, right? It's like my conscious son, which means like your role in your life, your, your journey. And my gate is the gate of crisis, meaning that through crisis, you experience change. Through crisis, you get to your truth. Through crisis, you evolve. Right. So I looked at it and I was like, wow, like there is truth in that because it, where I am now is such a departure from where I was, but I had to go through that in order to be the man that I'm becoming today. And when I saw that, I was like, okay, I need to not only certify myself in this, but I need to share this with others that might be where I was, might be in their mind, might be you know, subscribe to what society says happiness is, might be jumping from one relationship to another, might be working so hard that all their life is, is about work, 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 money, 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 right? Um, and hopefully I can share my message. And if they're open to it, you know, they'll, they'll be able to hear my message. I also felt like for a lot of men that are like me, um, I wanted to create space for other men that sometimes are apprehensive, right? I feel like there are a lot of 
men clients that I have that come to me because they're like, you know what? I don't see a lot of men doing human design or I don't see a lot of men doing what you're doing. So as a man, I'm, I also feel like I want to hear what you have to say because I can relate to you. So I wanted to also do that because a lot of my instructors for human design were women. And it's not that women, men or women, there's no gender specific. I think everyone, my, my instructor is phenomenal. She's a woman, so it's not specific to gender, but I do think sometimes when you see someone going through someone something that looks like you or resembles you, then you feel comfortable almost to share sometimes, right? Not in all mm -hmm. cases, but that's what the men that have been coming to me, that's what they've been saying. Wow, amazing. So here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing. You really turned your life around. Wow. Yeah. I didn't expect it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it, it's, a, it's a life changer. And then I added, I added hypnosis to it because I felt like hypnosis, what hypnosis does is hypnosis talks about um, your, it's a, having a conversation with your subconscious and really get into, excuse me, why you do some of the things you do. It's releasing and looking at things that's happening in your past. And I feel that it ties with human design because sometimes people look at their human design and they say, you know what? It doesn't resonate with me doesn't feel comfortable um, i don't i don't think it works and sometimes it's because we've had experiences from our past through conditioning through past experiences so it makes it hard to accept certain things we we just yeah. right so what i try to do with hypnosis is get to the root of the things that are limiting you get to the root of the things that are causing some resistance right so i try to pair the two together so i try to teach the human design and then through hypnosis and hypnotherapy, try to help them release anything that's preventing them from living their design. If that makes mm. sense. Yeah. yeah, it's really interesting. A really good combination yeah. to do both. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And maybe we can explain more about what human design is. And what I heard, there are four pillars, right? Yeah, so human design, um, yeah, there's like four or five. And I can get into... Mm kind of all of it with you, Joy. Um, mm -hmm. So human design kind of came into effect. Where are you? Oh, there you are. <laughs> so human design came into effect back in 1987, right? And it was through a gentleman named Ra Uruhu. Um, he's actually from Montreal. I'm in Toronto, Canada. And he was in Ibiza. And he experienced something called the voice. He said, well, he heard this voice. And this experience that he had, it lasted for eight days and eight nights. And pretty much what he was happening is like the universe was channeling the human design, um, work of the human design to him, right? He was having revelations. And then he started teaching this in 1992, right? And what he was saying, and what I'm saying as well is that so that human design is not a belief system, right? It's not like this religion that you follow, but it's a hypothesis. It's a synthesis of different esoteric systems, right? So Eastern and Western astrology, um, chakras, right? The I Ching, the Kabbalah, quantum mechanics, right? So it's kind of a fusion of all of those. And at the end of the day, it works as a self-discovery tool, a self-actualization -actual tool. Um, it's a way for you to understand your energy. When I'm talking about energy, I'm speaking of it 
almost like from this sense that everything is energy. You are energy. Everything in the world is energy. And how so how to manifest what you want, right? Um, human design is here and it's meant to, for anyone who's new to it, it's meant to provide you a roadmap of your aura, right? The idea is we all have this auric field. We have this aura that expands around us and your energy interacts with the physical energy of the world with this aura and your energy has a blueprint right and your energy gives you the tools so how you can maneuver this world in the most authentic way with the least amount of resistance so you can live your truth right the way joy is supposed to maneuver this world as she understands it she maneuvers in a way that has ease and flow in her life right and then you understand that by understanding my energy, then I'm not meant to move on somebody else's timeline. I'm not necessarily meant to move as society says, you need to do this to be successful. You need to move this quickly or this fast, or you need to do this right now. Or you, you know, you start to understand that, well, my energy dictates how I maneuver. There's something that I can't see that is pulling me constantly. And if I listen to that, that's how I find out my truth, right? And if you look at us as people, we and the human design, it's like you have, you're constantly being pulled. You know, human design says you have this magnetic monopole, which is pulling you through life. And it's bringing you towards your purpose and your goal and who you're meant to be and become and evolve. Um, but we also have the unconscious part of us, right? And that unconscious part is like this vehicle that's moving you through this world. And then you have the personality, you know, the personality that's thinking, oh, maybe I should do this. And no, 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 I need to think about this more. And wait, let me just think about this a little bit more. It doesn't make sense. Let me logically explain this. And hmm, what is everyone else doing? Let me try to do what everyone else is doing because that they're successful doing that. Or right, it's that part that's constantly being bombarded with stuff. And it's like in order for you to move through life and allow your vehicle to move that personality that's in the back seat that back seat driver telling you where to go it's almost like you need to learn to let that personality allow things to happen right instead of trying to control the driver from the back seat and that's what mm. human design is it's it's bringing your awareness to all of it so that you're not constantly trying to logically move through life, but you're allowing things to happen naturally, right? Um, okay, so when it comes to human design, there are um, five different energy types, right? Sometimes people say there's four, but there are five different energy types. So there's the reflector, which is one of the first um, earliest designs. It makes up about 1% of the population. Um, there are the manifestors and the manifestors are really the ones that are kind of creating and manifesting and bringing things into fruition. Um, there's the generators and manifesting generators. And sometimes people lump them together and they say just generators because the manifesting generator is like a subtype. But I like to just separate them uh, because their characteristics are different, right? So there is the generator. And then there's also the manifesting generator, which makes like 30% of the population. And then um, lastly, there's the projector, right? And the projector 
is there to recognize the gifts and talents in other people. Um, they're meant to kind of wait to be invited to things and they, they're meant to be recognized before they show other people their gifts. And the whole point is, you know, once you understand your energy type, then you can begin to move in a way that's truly right for you, right? So that's the first step in human design is knowing your energy type because then you can be aware of conditioning, right? Um, like I said, each type has its own traits. Yeah, yeah. yeah, each type has its own traits, its own gifts. So it's important for you to really understand, okay, what is my energy type so that you can move accordingly? Um, like I said, Joy, it, it's about deconditioning, right? Like sometimes we need to peel back all these layers and of what we've been told. So then when you understand your energy type, then you start to understand, okay, now that I know my energy type, how am I supposed to move in a way that's right for me? Now that I know my energy type, maybe it explains some of the challenges that I have, right? It's, it's not about us constantly fighting against things and running into things, but you know, it's about deconditioning ourselves so then you can understand, okay, what is right for me and what is not right for me, right? This, this process is about gaining your inner wisdom, right? It's not so much a modality that's about healing, but it's, it's more about how can I tap into my inner wisdom so that I can move in a way that creates more mm -hmm. and flow into my life and in everything I do. How can I tap into my wisdom so that you know, I, I experience less challenge um, and hardship and I experience more grace in everything that I do. How can I tap into my wisdom so I use my energy effectively, right? So I'm not feeling depleted and burnt out, but I actually feel like when I do something, I feel awake, I feel inspired, you know, for the manifesting generator, which is but, you know, you're the manifesting generator and I'm a manifesting generator. So um, I wanted to talk to you about this and I wanted to see what resonated with you. You know, the manifesting generator, we, we make up 30% of the population. And what makes us a manifesting generator, Joy, is our, our sacral is defined, right? So you're right here, right in the gut is defined. Um, and it's connected to the connection to your throat. And what it means to be a manifesting generator means you have sustainable energy. It means you can move and go when you're doing what you love. Um, it also means you have a warm yeah. and envelop yeah. enveloping aura. So when you're in alignment, Joy, that means things are pulled towards you because your energy is enveloping. Your energy is constantly doing this. It's bringing things towards you, which is which is great. So, like people will feel this warmth in your presence. Um, the manifesting generator is multi-passionate, mm -hmm. right? You have energy to pursue a lot of passions. Meaning, you joy. You're not meant to do one thing. You're meant to experiment with life. You're meant to. Okay, good. Because I had so many careers in my life, like you said. Oh, have you? <laughs> so, yeah, it sounds really familiar because I tried, I tried so many things. Yeah. Uh, I've been a fashion stylist. I've been a DJ. I did so many things. And now I have a podcast and I do social media marketing. So, <laughs> there it is. Right? I always try things. So, when you said also about 
about your own human design that you try a lot of things. So I thought, okay, maybe I'm the same as you because yeah, yeah you are. sounds really familiar. We are the same. And it's, and it's, and I, and I love that that resonates with you. And it's like, if you look back at your life, Joy, you can see that, okay, I've tried a lot of things with the manifesting generator. That's how you get to your truth as the person you were meant to be in this world, Joy, the, 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 the love and the passion and the creativity that you're meant to, to share with people, you only get there by trying different things, right? Your path is not to say, oh, okay, mm -hmm. so I'm a stylist, so I need to be the stylist for 40 years. Your path is not, it's not your energy. Your energy is like, okay, I need to do social media marketing. I need to be the DJ. I need to do the podcast. And if, and if, you, if you really watch it, Every experience is coming together to make you the best podcast host, to make you the best stylist, to make you wherever your journey goes, right? That's the beautiful thing about it because you are meant, you are multi-passionate. You know, you have these passions, you have these desires because you're supposed to try them so that, so that you can be who you are. And it's also letting you know, Joy, that that is also part of the reason why maybe you can pick up things quickly, right? You can start something and do it quicker and maybe yeah. sometimes quicker than somebody else can do it. And that's why you're like, okay, I can do this now and I, now I can do that and I can be a stylist and I can do the GJ where somebody else, it might take them longer to understand it, develop it and do it. Yeah, you that's can true. Do it yeah. Quicker, right? Um, the manifesting the manifest generator, you're, what they're saying is you're a fast mover. So the gift for you is try as many things as you want and know that you can pick it up quickly. If you go to try something else next year or next week, it's okay. You can do it. You're meant to. So don't, don't never tell yourself, ah, oh, but I was just doing podcasting. So why am I doing this? There's a reason for it. Maybe we just can't see it. The only thing is when you're in your shadow side, Sometimes we move too quickly and we skip steps and then we have to go back and redo things because we moved quickly, right? And that's a trait of the manifesting generator, right? So you want to move, but almost make sure you kind of take as much time as you can to understand it. Otherwise, you'll find that you'll have to go back and redo things, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sometimes I take too much action <laughs> and then I forgot to think about it. And yeah, sometimes people like that. For example, if I'm working with someone and they ask me something to do, I, I want to do it right away because I think like, okay, I'm not going to think about it too much because I don't want to waste my time, you know? Right. So <laughs> I'm just going to go for it and see where it goes. And yeah, I tried a lot of things and yeah. I love also that. lived everywhere. I lived in Greece. I lived in Spain. And yeah, I did a lot of things. But um, yeah, like you said, it's really good, I think, to discover what you really want to, yeah, just to do a lot of things and just, yeah, discover what really fits you. Absolutely. Uh, I think that's really good. And sometimes, yeah, and sometimes people are really jealous of that. I also noticed that, that, um, one week I'm doing this and the next week I'm doing that. And they're looking at me like an, I'm an alien or something. <laughs> but uh, I just want to try it, you know? Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and I think that's amazing that 
you you want to try it because you know the other piece you have to remember is when you're living like that that's when you're in your element that's when your sacral is awake and that's when you type tap into life force energy and when you tap into life force energy that's when you really start to manifest things right you have to be in your passion to tap into that energy that's going to want to keep going 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 so you're meant to experiment right and other people are designed differently so sometimes they're not going to understand it right um one of the biggest things that i think is you know through the manifesting generators like i said is just just know that you're not meant to li live a linear path right so now that you know that it almost gives you justification to keep trying different things right don't be afraid joy of being seen. Don't be afraid of using your voice. Don't be afraid of showing up and, and failing. We say failing, and I don't even mean failing, but I mean, don't be afraid of trying things because it's not really failing. Like you're, you're taking something from it to add on to your journey, right? This is how you get to your destination. Your destination is not from, you know, Spain to Greece, your your destination is Spain to Greece to Turkey to Holland to England to France to the U.S. Right, like that's your journey. So you want to just honor that. Whereas someone else's journey is from Spain to Greece and done, right? And that's their journey. So the key thing yeah. for you is yeah. just honor. Give yourself permission to do what you want. You know, give yourself permission to be unique. Um, you know, when you, one of the challenges for you is like if you're misusing your energy, right? If you, you also have to discern, am I putting my energy into the right places? Because that's a challenge for you. Just because you have the energy, just because you have mm -hmm. a lot of inspiration, doesn't mean everything is for you. So you, you need to also invest your energy in the right things. So that's a challenge for the manifester. Another challenge is you may overcommit because you have a lot of energy, Joy. You may be like, okay, well, I can do that. And sure, I'll do this afterwards. And yeah, I can fit this in. And you might overcommit because you have the capability of doing a lot. And people will also see you doing a lot. So you might make promises to do a lot. And sometimes you need to discern do I really need to do this? Is my, is my body being called towards this? Or do I just want to do this because I'm capable? Because they're very different, right? Just because you're capable of doing it doesn't mean you always should do it, right? It's really, what is my energy saying? Mm -hmm. You want to have that communication. Um, another challenge for the manifester is um, initiating. And I'll get into this, but it's like, you want to respond more to life instead of always initiating things, right? You want to see what is life bringing me? You know, when you said, oh, Mackenzie called me and said, oh, my friend is in human design. That's you responding to life. If you are chasing things to create things, that's you initiating first, right? So as a manifesting generator, you want to be responding to life more than kind of initiating they um they say that with the manifesting generator 
you have, well, with all energy types, you have a strategy and you have this authority and your strategy is kind of like how you, how you make decisions, right? And you want to make sure you're always following your strategy, right? With every decision you make, you want to follow your strategy and then you want to follow your authority. And I want you to think of strategy, Joy, is like how you communicate with the universe, how the universe communicates with you. And the idea is the manifestor's mm -hmm. strategy is to wait to respond, number one. And number two is inform before you take action. Those are your two strategies, right? Those are your two tools for your strategy. So okay. first thing, wait to respond. Second thing, inform before taking action. So what does that mean? It means you want to take on a new project. You want to do something new with podcasting. You want to try a new thing to make money. You want to try a new career option, whatever the case may be. You are having a challenge in a relationship, like anything, right? It can literally be anything. And the idea is you want to put yourself in a place where you kind of set the intention for what you want. You know, I want clarity on this decision I'm going to make. Um, I want to make more money in my business so I can do what I love to do. I want to know if this is the guy I should date. Whatever the case may be, it's really about setting the intention mentally, emotionally, to get clarity on this. And then you want to wait okay. and respond. But is it like, sorry, oh, no. sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but is it, is it like um, more trusting on the universe and not really uh, doing something that's more ego-driven? So have more trust in what is life, what life is giving me instead of uh, chasing something. Yes, that's exactly it. Right, trusting with the universe. Okay, trust. Okay, perfect. Tr trusting and responding to it. Right, so um, setting the intention and then seeing what comes to you. Right, and then not only seeing what comes to you, but once it comes, joy, then. It's about asking your sacral, is this a yes or a no? Because things are going to come for you, right? Maybe you want, it's a career option, and now you have three career options have come to you. So you're like, oh, perfect. I manifested this. This is all coming to my life. And then it's saying, ask your sacral. Should I go for this job? Yes or no, right? Usually when you communicate with your sacral, it's in a yes or no way. Should I have this? Yes or no. Should I do this? Yes or no. And trust what your sacral says. For you, it's going to give you an answer, which is always a hell yes. It's a definite yes. And you feel expanded and excited, or it's going to be a no. And you're going to feel almost neutral. You know, when someone asks you something and you really want to do it, you're excited, you know how that feels. That is your yes. And when you're not excited, yeah. the no, yeah. you know. I, feel it, I really feel it in my heart, yeah. Yes, right? And it's, it's saying with the manifesting mm -hmm. generator, it's a sacral response. So it's, it's our knowing is in our gut. Our gut is always saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or mm-mm, mm-mm. 
right? Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. That it's it's you know, do you want this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's 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 a sacral kind of in, intuitive response. Hear it, listen to it, and then if if it's a no, then it's a no. If it's a yes, you'll know right away. And then what you're meant to do, Joy, is inform people before you take action. So before you say, I put this out in the universe, the universe gave me the answer, let's start. You want to inform people that you feel may be impacted by your decision. So before you, a job opportunity comes and you go and you move to Israel for six months, you want to inform those that might be impacted by your decision because it creates more synergy energetically it creates more support it creates less resistance for you Mm -hmm. right so you don't want to just i had this great idea i'm just going to move forward you want to say i have this great idea my body says yes let me inform anyone that might be impacted by my decision before i move forward Mm. Mm, interesting yeah i yeah i completely agree um when i feel it in my heart and i really feel excited i'm going for it yeah and i think three years ago i will do everything okay but now i'm really trying to tune in with the universe and tune in with myself and see if it really fits me and if it really gives me joy Mm -hmm. um and the funny thing is is that um i was trying to manifest uh, a a guy yes uh, because i was single i think i'm single now for three years or something okay and i wrote a letter to the universe and i thought okay this is what i want Uh and i was really uh, specific about the feeling so it's not really about the looks but it's more about the feeling i get from this guy yeah and yeah so i met this amazing guy and not right away i was in love actually but i thought okay this is an amazing guy you know he's really good for me uh-huh. but i was not reading the letter anymore because i thought okay i'm not gonna read letter maybe in a couple of weeks uh, first i wanted to get to know him you know and um yeah last week um yeah i spent a lot of time with him and last week i was reading the letter again and it's 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 exactly what (laughs) what i wrote down in a letter is him wow so yeah it's amazing so it really works it does and i actually thought actually thought because i had so many horrible experiences but yeah after that, I was like, okay, I'm just going to focus on myself and see where it goes. And then I met this guy. So it's really funny. I love that. That's perfect. And that and that's what it is, right? It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's communicating what you want to the universe, allowing it to come to you and responding and then kind of going from there, right? And then um, learning to inform. And, and I feel like for me anyways, human design it it just allows you to have peace of mind, right? And it seems like you're already like you're already doing things that allows you to tap into your intuition, which is really good. And you also said something about the throat chakra. Um, sometimes I feel my throat chakra is blocked, 
Um, I used to struggle with communication a lot, yeah. Uh, but I'm getting better at it uh, so much more now. Okay. Um, but before, also like you said, I was taking action, almost act- only action, not really communicating. Um, does it also has to do something with the throat chakra? Yeah, I mean the throat. Your throat chakra is defined, so you have a defined throat, which typically means you have a a way of speaking using your throat you know if you look at if you look at the energy centers um it's through this throat that we express our energy right your root sacral solar plexus spleen uh, you know ajna crown heart g center and then your throat releases so you never yeah i mean definitely not having the throat blocked allows you to channel and release that energy and allows you to create and manifest and call things into existence, right? That's a beautiful place to be. Um, so it's learning also how to use your voice in a way that you can manifest and pull things into your existence, right? And with your throat defined, typically what it means is you have a specific way of communicating, a way of speaking. And you just want to continue to nurture that, right? Because it's your gift in a sense, right? It's not surprising that you also have a podcast, your throat defined, you know, speaking your truth and sharing, like, is it, you know, coincidence? It's, it's a way for you to continue to strengthen that gift so you can call in what you want. You know, for you, a lot of your chart is, is defined. Um, I won't get into all the, the nitty gritty of your charts, but um, overall, when you have your areas defined, that typically that tends to be a gift for you. So it's recognizing where do I have a definitive way of doing things, where my chart is defined. Um, but also knowing that when you have areas defined, usually you have a fixed way of doing things. So you may be less open to doing things differently. Right. Um, so it's good. To, it's in a good awareness when you have certain things like that. But um, I'm, I love that you are tapping into your your voice and doing something like this, like a podcast is a perfect example of tapping into that energy. Now, can I ask you a question, Joy? Of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you when it comes to decision making and energy, how are you typically with energy? Do you feel like you have? A lot of energy. Do you misuse energy? Do you feel burnt out? Um. Yeah, if I misuse my energy, then I'm really drained. Okay, that's true. Okay. Uh, for example, I used to party almost every weekend before. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I cannot do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it is not really giving me energy anymore. Uh, same as you. Um, I have to say, like I'm doing now social media marketing, it's not really giving me energy, so that also drains me, but it it's yeah, I make money from it now, I can pay my rent, you know, <laughs> and on the side, I can still do my my own things, you know, so I'm actually really blessed that I have a good job, and I really worked hard for this to have this. And I can work online and I can live at the beach. So, you know, it gives me a lot of um, yeah, opportunities. 
So that's good. But on the side, yeah, of course, I want to do something else. Mm. So what what I'm trying now is I'm trying to create a cash flow. Yes. So that can pay my rent. Mm -hmm. And on the side, I can still do whatever I like. And that will be, um, yeah, helping other people. That sounds really broad. But um, my dream is to have like a mini retreat, um, yeah. to be like a holiday friend. Okay. Uh, because I would like to, um, yeah, help people and maybe with their business or with their uh, personal development and take their yeah, take them to nice places here in Spain, for example, and just to yeah, be their holiday friends. So it's a long, a long answer, but no, that's beautiful. I love that. I love that. And I mean, it's good that you recognize your energy um, based on your your design, Joy. I would say, can like continue to really a put out what you want into the universe energetically, whether you think about it, meditate on it. Um, journal about it you know really set the intention for what you what you're asking for and then continue to pay attention intrinsically how that feels right knowing that you are meant to respond to life so you know as you go for what you want also give yourself permission to wait for it to come in right kind of like you said this gentleman that you met like give yourself time some some Sometimes we have to get comfortable knowing that things are not always going to happen on our time, right? And as long as we're comfortable with that, mm -hmm. and as long as yeah. we feel like, oh my gosh, why is this taking forever? Or I should do something now, or you don't feel pressure from other people to do something, then you're giving yourself grace, right? Like maybe there's something that we need to work on still maybe there's a skill set that we need to develop maybe there's um something we need to heal maybe there's something we need to grow before that perfect situation can be perfect otherwise when it comes we're not going to be ready for it and it's going to be very difficult right so like you did when you wrote that letter put your intention out and continue to be creative continue to do all the things that you're doing, the podcast, the social media, continue your growth journey. And you'll notice that you'll start to move in that direction. Things will come in, but just give yourself permission to respond to life and then inform. Like, like I always say, always try to let people know. And, in, and don't think of informing as asking for permission too, right? You're just letting people know what you intend to do and by doing that, you might find someone who can support you in that goal with the retreat, you know, or they can support you with more projects for social media. So you have more cash flow, right? But it's, it's not, it's trying not to just do things sometimes in a bubble, like just by yourself and in a silo. It's also like once you respond to it, the way that you attract people is you have to put that energy out there. And then when you put the intention out there, that's when the universe starts to create and co-create with you in the background so that what you need comes forth. Yeah. I also feel that you have to be thankful before you can manifest anything. So 
I'm really grateful for what I have now. And of course, I have my dreams. Uh, I have a whiteboard. I yes. wrote it down, what I want. And yes. yeah, but yeah, I, I also try to be more patient. Uh, I think last year I will chase everything. <laughs> but this year I'm more patient with everything. And also, um, yeah, I'm trying some things and sometimes they don't work out, but I'm just more patient. Like you said, I think it's good to, um, yeah, not, not be in a rush all the time. Yeah, totally. Like sometimes I feel like we need to ask ourselves, and that's why I said to you at the beginning is like, where does this idea of rushing come from? Like this need to rush do this and do that and try this and try that and da 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 you know like and it's sometimes it's just it's programming it's conditioning and sometimes waiting could be a great thing you know when i when i look at it joy i think i think of the energy on waiting and i'm like waiting is like is very like it's an attractive energy it's a confident energy it's it's a patient energy it's an energy that says, I know that what's meant for me is coming. So I'm not rushing today. I'm just I'm waiting. And sometimes chasing or initiating mm -hmm. is a fearful energy. Like I know for me, when I'm trying to like really get something done, like sometimes there's fear at the very, very root of it. Oh my gosh, what if I don't do this? And and it's not going to come. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> no, it's, it's coming from that space, at least for yeah. me, right? I can't speak for everyone, but, but for me, I know it's been like that. Yeah. For me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, sometimes, uh, but I asked this questions like the last year, I asked this questions more like, why am I doing this? You know, doing and why am I stressing about this? Because, as you always put the pressure on yourself and it's not the other person because it's always about pa past uh, experiences and it's not really happening. So sometimes I think like, okay, I'm stressing about nothing actually because there was something from the past. So, yeah. 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 No, I know. I definitely know it's, 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 and it's sometimes you need to look at, you just kind of weigh, why are you stressing over that? thing you know if, if i can get to the root of it like why why is this thing so stressful but like i said it, it's it's all a journey right like it's i think that's what's the beautiful thing about this it's it's really a journey um and figuring out where's your right place you know how do i move you know when i look at you know part of your design is you're a um you're a sacral manifesting generator so you're not an emotional manifesting generator um, which means like you can make a decision for things like in the moment you know you don't have to weigh the emotional side of it like you can really feel and decide and i think that's something you should trust and you're also in in human design they have something called a profile your profile is a two four um which is a hermit opportunist and it's it's like it says you know and i'm not sure how much of this will resonate with you you let me know but the hermit side of you is more like likes to be alone likes to be to themselves 
um, you know, that's when you kind of can be creative and, and do things that you want to really do. Um, but then there's also the force side of you that also likes to be with a group, likes to be with people, likes to have your, your crew, if I may, of people that you align with, right? There's like that dual nature, right? The hermit is hermit and the opportunist likes to be with people. And, you know, so it's also like as you navigate, it's just learning how to honor both of those because both of those are who you are, right? So sometimes you're going to be in this like hermit side of you that, that your conscious side of you will know that. and. I'm not sure if that resonates with you, just kind of liking your alone time and space and quiet time and, you know, on your own. But then the, the unconscious side of you is how others see you. And that's the opportunist. And that's being with people, you know, that's being around people. And when you know that, then you can tap into your gifts, right? There's a lot of gifts that you have that you're meant to bring out into the world. Um, but you just need to learn how to navigate between those two sides right the one that likes to be with people and the one that likes to be alone because you might feel pressure to be in one place or the other and i don't know how does that resonate with you oh yes for sure yeah but i really like to be alone um sometimes more than people think because i think a lot of people think that i'm super social um and i also like to be around people but yeah I think people don't expect, for example, this weekend, I'm just planning to stay alone the whole weekend <laughs> because the last three weeks, yeah, yeah, the last three weeks, I was only doing social things. I traveled and also my mother was here. My father was visiting. Also friends uh, came over. So this is the first weekend after three weeks that I'm alone. Um, so I'm just gonna spend my time on the beach and this kind of stuff, you know, and I don't feel guilty about it, but, uh, some, some people find that weird, but yeah, I don't care. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. That's, that's both sides of you, right? You're a two, four profile. So that's very much who you are. Someone that likes that quiet time, but also doesn't mind doing things in the community. And what I will say is continue to honor that because it's it's when you're doing that joy that you're like creating your process right like you have your own process of doing things um and you do things in a way that's natural to you so you're not meant to do things the way other people say you should be doing right you're meant to find your process because that's how you achieve success and then when you find your process and you're like immersing yourself in whatever you love to do and you're fully in it and you're in your process, that's when you start and you have the ability to share what you're doing with others. And that's how you make change in this world, right? That's, that's how you tap into your gift to make change, right? So the way I see the two four is like, honor your personal time, because that allows you to tap into your process, immerse yourself in what you're doing during that process. And then when you're in your four, then you're sharing your process, but you know, your process is your process. So never feel like you need to change it. It's your process that makes you different. It makes you neat, unique. It's not someone else's process. They say, Oh, you joy, you should do it this way. Right. That's the two, four. 
you know, it's about doing it your way. So when I look at the two, four and I hear you saying like, yeah, I'm spend this time alone and some of the stuff that you're working on and being able to travel and work on what you like. And then you come on the podcast and you share with others, your community. That's what I see when I, when I see you and I hear you speaking. Yeah. Like I said, I love to be alone and also around people and also about the podcast. I was not really planning this and I really feel like um, if you don't really listen to your intuition, I think maybe somebody will come around to say it in your face, like yeah. you have to do this. And yeah, I don't know if you have this uh, experience before, but um, yeah. So I already had in my head, like I want to start a podcast, but I never said it to anyone because I thought, no, this is not really... For me, uh, first, I have to be really successful and then I will start a podcast. Yes. And uh, I met an amazing guy um, here in Malaga and we had a lot of deep conversations about life and spirituality. And then he said to me, yeah, you have to start your own podcast. That will be so nice. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And um, well, he went home and he connected me with a friend of, of, of him. And, um, yeah, he was a really big podcaster and he said to me, okay, I'm going to help you. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. He said, yes, you're going to do it. Okay. <laughs> so he actually pushed me a little bit. He pushed me a little bit and, uh, I thought I could never do it because also I'm from Holland. I thought, okay, my English is not so good. So, but I just did it anyway. And yeah. So here I am, uh, six months later, I'm still doing it. And I'm not even inviting guests to my podcast. They send me DMs. I don't even do anything. So also what you said about uh, trusting the process and not really putting too much action in it or pushing anything, I think that's really good because that's what hap that, yeah, that's what happening now that people are coming up to me uh, and it goes really easy. So then I know that it's the right path. Yes. There you go. That's exactly it. That is exactly it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, you're you're living your design. That's beautiful. And that's a beautiful story too. Like I like I like the way that's unfolded for you because like you said, sometimes people show up because they see your gifts. And you're also putting the intention out there that this is something that you want to do, right? So the universe is bringing it to you, whether you're ready or not, they're bringing it to you because you've, you've set that intention energetically. So now it's coming and it's like, okay, Joy, are you ready? We're ready. Um, but I, I like that because when you share your story, I see how everything is aligning for you. And that's why I say like, keep, keep doing what you love. And it's, it's on, the universe will continue to open up for you. It's such a nice thing when you see that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you experience that too? That you think you're not really ready for something and then it just hits you in the face? Yeah. I mean, um, podcasting also kind of worked like that too. You know, um, podcasting definitely was something that I, I put the energy out there that that's something I wanted to do. And then someone who I was doing some work with messaged me and it's like, hey, would you like to start 
a podcast. I can help you set it up. And she, um, she helps people create podcasts. So I, I mean, I thought that was, and that was an example. And I thought the timing was amazing as well. So that's how I started this podcast, right? Because they reached out to me. Um, and then I just started to put it together and here I am. But also, you know, like I said, a few things that I've mentioned to you, you know, this year, my partner and I, I were getting married in August. Uh, you know, she's pregnant. We have a baby on the way in November. And we're looking at doing some other beautiful things. And I also feel like um, those things happen not only when I wanted to, but when I was ready. The, 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 for this, for sure, when I was ready, <laughs> you know, the universe will bring things into your life mm-hmm. when you were ready. But like, so it was a combination of me wanting more beauty and love in my life, but also. I was also showing the universe that I was ready to love myself. So because I was ready to love myself, I was able to receive love and truly love someone, right? Because you're not doing the things I was doing before. And then you have in this completely different relationship and a baby the same year and getting married the same year. And I look at it, I'm like, hmm, that's, that's something happening there in the back end. And you have to be thankful and grateful for those things. So, yeah, definitely. I've, 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 yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, there's sometimes there are things that I'd like to experience sooner that don't come <laughs> right on the other side of the fence. And it's just about, I always tell myself, you know, what's meant to transpire will. So just continue to have patience and Maybe it, maybe it will come, maybe it won't, Joy, too. It's like I'm also trying to get to that place where, you know, what is your idea of what you want, Patrick? Sometimes I ask myself, and I also try to say, if it doesn't come the way you want, will you be okay? If, you know, because I look at what we try to create or even your human design, like if we're meant to live a certain life, Joy, and my perception of what I want is different than what I'm meant to live. Sometimes you have to be okay with it, if you know what I mean. Like maybe my idea of what my life will look like is a bit different than what the universe has planned for me, what I'm meant to do. So I always try to find this balance between what I, my personality wants and maybe what my soul wants that I'm not aware of. Yeah. You understand, yeah. Yeah, sometimes you have so many ideas about what you want and then actually your soul has another plan for you. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Are there also other things that I need to work on? To work on? No, I mean I would I would I would start there. Just first pay attention to your strategy, Joy. Pay attention to your authority. Um, you know, learn how to ask what you want and how it feels to respond to life. You know, learn the language of your sacral, your gut, when it's saying something is a yes or a no. Learn to follow that. Um, and then also don't be hesitant to let people know what you're doing. Inform people when you're ready to move forward, when you want to create something, when you want to partner with someone, when you want to travel somewhere different, when you want to 
you know, be in that new romantic relationship, whatever the case may be, like also don't hesitate to inform because when you, as you do these things, you're truly in your essence, you're in your design, right? So that's the biggest things that I would say, know how it feels when your energy is expanded and you're doing what you're meant to do, right? Because that's where you get more energy and that's when you feel less burnt out, right? So those are the biggest things and continue journaling, continue, you know, if you do a meditative practice once in a while, you know, I think it's always a great thing because it it helps you find stillness. It helps you notice when you're in your mind, you know, as a creative as creative people, sometimes we are in our mind because we're thinking of how to do what's next. And if we're in our mind too much about thinking about ideas and what to create next, and then we are out of the body. So you know, try to notice, am I in my body or in my mind? Am I in my body or in my mind? Is this what my mind is saying I should be doing? Or is this what my body, my sacral is saying, my spirit, my soul is guiding me, right? Because both are going to be talking to you. And one is a tool to help you. And one is the one to guide you. So you always want to discern where am I making that decision from? Um, and that's how you'll find your truth. But you sounds like you're already doing a lot of the things. So, you know, my thing to you is to continue doing it. But I would say joy as well as anywhere where you, you might experience a little bit of resistance in your life. Maybe something's not working out exactly the way you want. Something showed up and you're not too sure. You're questioning something. That's where I would start to really try and experiment with your design and see how it feels and what what happens. Yeah, so if it feels easy, you just go for it. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, really interesting. Yeah, I feel really uh, I really resonate with this, so it's perfect. I love that. But I think uh, wow, the time went so fast. Yes, it did. Um but before I got more questions, but um, maybe we can do another podcast in the future. 100%. If anybody is interested in your work, um, everybody has to go to Patrick Dancoa, right? Yeah, I don't know if, it's, right. if I say it good, but dancoa.com. Okay, perfect. Uh, I will put it in the description. So if anybody is interested in human design or... Um, hypnotherapy nlp you have to go to patrick and i also ask my guests um do you have some nice words or knowledge to share with the audience before we leave thank you joy um yeah i appreciate that and again you know thank you for having me on your show today uh thank you for um having me as a guest and allowing me to share this with you um you have definitely a beautiful host and I look forward to to connecting with you again. And um, last words that I want to share is for everyone is that, you know, I've shared a bit of my journey and I just want to say that there's no such thing as um, failure. There's no such thing as mistakes. Sometimes we feel like 
we're not where we want to be, but it's only because we can't see the light at the end of the tunnel sometimes. Everything that happens in your life is for you to be the best version of yourself, right? It's leading you towards your growth and your evolution. Um, the failed job, the hard relationship, you know, the inconsistent cash flow, the whatever life throws at you, sometimes it's there to take you somewhere that's better than where you currently are. That's for your soul's evolution. And um, when you trust it and you allow it to happen, that's when beautiful things really happen in our lives. Um, I know it from experience. I've heard a joy talk about it. So that is the one thing I'd like to leave everyone with as you go into your weekend is just as things unravel, trust it. Things not working too much. Don't stress it so much. It might be happening because it's leading you to a beautiful place that you just can't see yet. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. Take care.